What's going on? It's your boy Lawrence Kane Jr., financial coach and host of the Money Mondays podcast, where obviously we talk everything money. Uh, but I got a special guest with me. Uh, she just told me literally 10 seconds ago that this is her first podcast. Uh, so I'm honored. Uh, before that, I was honored, but now I'm really honored uh, to have her. This is one of my just one of my one of my soulmates out here when it comes to uh, just edifying black people. Um, she's she's been in my life for a few years and uh, just does dope stuff, man. I, I, like I said in the last episode, like I can't help that God give me dope people in my life. So uh, without further ado, I got the Sydney Murdoch in the building with me. Hey, Sid. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for coming. Thanks for inviting me. I'm, I'm excited, man. So let's get into all things Sydney. What? When people when people say hey so what do you do you know everybody go you go to these networking events and stuff and that, that's the first question so who is Sydney and what does she do? Um, my name is Sydney and I am the founder of a company called the Content Girl and at the Content Girl we help women in business to elevate their digital content so we do that through social media marketing and email marketing um, that's who I am now but before the pandemic. People probably knew me as Sydney, the wardrobe stylist. So that's where I came from before. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I remember that Sydney. Yes. They, they both dope. <laughs> they both dope. So t- talk about like what what was the um, what made you transition? Because I mean, you were. I mean, obviously, I know the pandemic it affected all of our businesses, yeah. <laughs> and you could have still f- tried to figure out the styling part of the brand. Um, obviously a lot of people transition into a lot of digital, uh, things for their businesses. But I mean, for you, you, I mean, it, it's not for somebody that knows you, it's not surprising that you made the transition, Right. but it is a different business model entirely. So talk about the mindset that went into that process. Um, I think that, uh, we all knew where we were when we got that call. Like, everything's about to shut down. Just prepare. Like, yep. cover. Um, and I remember getting that call from my mom. Like, hey, because she works for TriHealth. And she's like, you know, there's some things that are about to happen. And I want to try to get you ready as much as we can. Um, and basically, you might need to come back home. Mm. And I'm like, why would I need to do that? And she's <laughs> like, because everything's about to shut down. And you won't be styling anybody mm. in 0.5 seconds. And lo and behold, the next day, you just started seeing everything. School shut down, uh, bank shutting down, everything is shutting down. Um, and essentially, we all remember the mindset that we were in when that happened as well. And, you know, towards the end of 2019, I kind of was already, I had been styling for 10 years. Um, and that was a very... Uh, It was just a very, it was a difficult job. It was a difficult business because you're trying to force people to understand why they need it. And obviously, first impression is everything. You want to look great to feel great. All of those things are nice. Um, But at the end of the day, I had to come to terms with the fact that personal styling is very personal. Mm -hmm. And most people 
want to do it themselves and really everybody can't afford a stylist everybody can't afford to do that um and as we come to the close of 2019 i started to realize how invaluable my business was and how at the blink of an eye my business could just click and be closed (laughs) right (laughs) you know and it was a nice it was nice, it was fun to be this luxury stylist, but at the end of the day, that's the first thing that people chop on the chopping block. It is luxury. Yeah, it's luxury. So, um, as most people know, I was a stylist, but I worked also as an influencer. So, I was doing things like brand campaigns, um, which is a form of marketing. Um, so, even though from the outside looking in, the content girl seems very outlandish um, of a pivot, it really was right in line because I was already creating content for businesses, but I was an influencer. I wasn't a um, marketing agency like I am now. And so, you know, me and my mom were having those conversations where she's like, well, what else can you do? Like, what else can we try? And I'm like, I'm going to have to do something with marketing because that's all I know how to do. Like, I'm not going back to work. And really at the time, you couldn't. You couldn't go back to work. There was no work to go back to. Um, and from there, um, I kept thinking about myself as a influencer and why did people need that content? Why did people need influencer content? And the word content kept coming up. And I'm like... I'm just about to call this the content girl and just see what happens um, in the pandemic before the content girl became a thing. I did have a couple of business owners reaching out to me. Hey, you know about digital marketing because you are an influencer. Can you convert some of those things to my business and help me? Um, mm-hmm. I have people all the time reaching out. Hey, can you shoot me for content? Shoot yeah. my images. A lot of people knew that I shot my own imagery as an influencer. Um can you help me to develop this video or these graphics? And that is when I realized, you know what? I'm about to make this a business. And that's when the pivot started. And that's where the content girl kind of became a real business. And um, I started branding it. And the rest is history. <laughs> I mean, you you turn. That's <laughs> what you say. You talk, The rest is history is cold word for it's up. <laughs> Nah, I mean, no. Seriously, I mean, you you literally, again, some people may think that it's a a different pivot. But, I mean, the beauty of it is when you do something, you go all in. So, it's not like you were just, it ain't like, oh, I cooked this meal. Let me sell plates. Like, it wasn't like that, right? Like, it was was a, nah, I really do this. So, let me make a, like, you created the business out of it. Mm -hmm. So, explain to people what is the content you're like. So, what all do you, like, if if I'm a business, small business, entrepreneur, solopreneur, and I know that I need to reach more people. I know I need to have a better um, better quality yeah. content. Like what yeah. does what what does that look like from your standpoint? Like how do you let, let me break let me let me re ask this. Yeah. What's your ideal client? My ideal client, um, Someone who has come to the realization, number one, that marketing is not an option. If you know business, you know marketing is not an option. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't pick and choose when you want to show up. Um, 
you have to show up at all times. Nobody cares if the business owner don't feel good. Nobody cares if the business owner is having a bad day. If First Financial, the founder of First Financial said I was having a bad day, so it still need to open because I need my money. Right. <laughs> it's the same thing for small business owners. So I think that is a key point. Obviously, someone who realizes that you need to invest in marketing um, and what that looks like and someone who holds value in having a full content agency in one space because we're full service. So we do the strategizing, we do the imagery, we do the video, graphic design, copywriting, hashtag strategy, and then we schedule it and we manage the social media accounts or the email accounts. Um, so I think someone who holds value in their time more than they hold value in their money because I think that so many people are in the predicament where they're holding on to their money so tight, not realizing if you let some of it go, you can make more money. Yep. Um, I think that a lot of people are not used to investing in themselves. A lot of people are not uh, confident in investing in themselves. And they think that if you just hold tight to money all the time, that's going to make you more money. But true growth comes in investment. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that... Obviously, I love helping the ladies. I love the women, but we will help male clients if they come. But we're called the content girl, so most guys don't. Um, yeah, and just someone who is... I think the person just needs to have an understanding of what marketing is. Uh, marketing is not a... In two weeks, you're going to see $10 million in your account. I think the outlandishness of small business growth from what we see online um like you see the the um paypal page where someone says on today i made ten thousand dollars and it's like that is great for you but some of these things are based on things like going viral or you know or being in business for five years yeah exactly <laughs> not you where you are today but i think we're seeing comparisons from a business that started last year, there's no way that you would be making 10, 10, 10 G's today, you know, from marketing, you know? So I think that just people who are in touch with the reality of business and they are ready to actually take the time and energy to put into their marketing. That's probably my ideal client. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So you, I mean, you do everything for yeah, them. Yeah, one-stop shop. One-stop shop. How how do you gauge, because like, even though you're a one-stop shop, there may be somebody who comes to you and you don't, they don't need mm -hmm. a certain, or they're, they're good at helping you with certain areas of it. Like they actually already take good pictures and you just want them to, you know, again, it needs to be a little bit more branded or, you know, yeah. they don't, they take good pictures, but they don't have, they sell products. They ain't got not one product picture <laughs> on yeah. their Instagram. It's like, how do you, how are you going to say you sell? Like, I got a buddy. God bless him. Yes. <laughs> He's an author, but there's no books on his feed. And I'm like, bro, we got to get better. You sell books. <laughs> Where are the books? Where's the books? Where are they? Let's sir? put it in the Instagram store. <laughs> Something. 
So that the one thing I am curious about with you, because again, I've I've I know I know as much as I know. Yeah. I didn't know about the email part. So what is what's the mindset or what's your philosophy mm-hmm. about email? Because a lot of people don't do email marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, they get sales or they get clients, yeah. whether it's one on one coaching or mm-hmm. you know, online courses, but it's like I got this information. What what should I do with it? So I think that the philosophy behind email marketing is this. Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, YouTube, whatever social media platform you are using, you do not own that. Right. That is not your account. You have a little username. That's cool. Like, that's cute. But... You do not own that, meaning you don't own what is put up there. You don't own how they can distribute it if they want it to as far as the social media platform. And you are at risk of people taking that content and manipulating it into whatever they want it to be. Um, the same way if you post a picture or a selfie on Facebook, right? really, that picture ends up being in a million different places that you didn't ask for it to be from your friends grandma who shared it like look at my baby um from the guy who screenshotted it like look at her she's beautiful Mm. to the girl who shared it with her friends to say this is her i don't like her this picture is going out to so many different places because you do not own this platform but in email you do own the platform so if Facebook or Instagram shut down today, you'd lose all that content. Mm. If they decided you were using the platform inappropriately, or if you got on the platform and said Black Lives Matter and they didn't like that, right. your platform <laughs> would be taken from you. Yeah. I've seen it it happen during the pandemic. Many, many advocates lost their platform. Then what? You know, so I think that with email marketing, realizing that there's a step, there's more steps. With marketing in general, there's more steps than what you're doing today. Right, right. No matter what, there's other things that you could be doing because people need to see your business eight to ten times before they take action. It's, it's going to take them some time to trust you, to understand your business, why it's valuable to them, and what you can do to help change their situation from negative to positive. So in saying that and in doing that, Email marketing is the next step from social. So I think social media, I would think of it as a lead. This is a lead just to meet people. But after that, when I get you into my particular vortex, my particular matrix, then I can market to you in multiple ways. Just the same as like text marketing. Like Mm -hmm. that's very personal. Email is very personal. So if someone is giving you their email address, they feel some sort of comfort with your business in order for you to email them and market to them. Um, So I definitely think that social media is important, but I think that there's always more. So we started as social. You know, that's what we started as when we started the content girl, because that was how we were meeting people. (laughs) So when you're courting a woman, you are that's our first date second date is going to be email and then we got the third date which is text i'm about to be all in your space like i want to be all in your space so i think that if business owners could see the tiers of marketing 
just like the tiers of business, we wouldn't be so so flat because if you can market them the same thing or a different thing via email, you're getting two checks. But I think people think, oh, well, if I post it online, that's good. Maybe not. You know, like right. you, you may if it's a bigger offer, you may need to market to them more. You may need to be seen more by them. There's a million ways that we could do it. Um, but email is like that second knock at the door. Mm. Like, hey, you trust me. I know you trust me. So let me give you some more gems. Let me drop some more value into your DMs or in your inbox. You know, I think that it is like that second date for sure. Okay. So the... I remember Gary V talked about. Yeah. I think one of his books was Jab 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 Right yeah. Hook, right? Yeah. Um how many do do you believe in like every every um piece of content has to have a call to action? No. You don't? Sometimes I think you just need to drop the gems and go. I'm see that's why we that's why we soulmates. Cause I li- like yeah. so many people are always thinking. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Yep, that's it. That's it. And I'm like, that's not how relationships work. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly. And that's why. That's really. I don't. I mean, I know you. You see the the memes and stuff that yeah. I post, and it's like yeah. that's what I'm doing it for. Like I don't. I don't. I want you to see mm-hmm. that I'm I'm goofy. And yeah. I remember my my one of my good friends. Um, she was like, people need that from you because, because of what you talk about, Yeah, they need to know that you're not this like always serious person. Right. Absolutely. Like, and I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not even serious in most of my coaching sessions, <laughs> exactly. but you know what I mean? But it's like, again, uh, if you, if I'm not putting that out there, yeah, how would they know? you know, and that, that's why I tell people like the four and, and, and you let me know, maybe yeah. I'm, maybe I'm off. No. But I I'd say that from a social media standpoint, and really just from a marketing mm-hmm. standpoint in general, it's the four E's. It's mm-hmm. education, engage, entertain, <laughs> and empower. These I scream this to the audience almost every day. Yes. I, yeah, you'd be screaming. Hello. You'd be screaming. <laughs> you'd be screaming. <laughs> You know. So how, so am I am I on point with oh, that? Like so for somebody who um let's say have a let, let let's talk mm-hmm. about like people that offer like one on one services. Absolutely. What would you recommend on the again on the surface level? Obviously mm-hmm. case by case is always gonna be different. Yeah. But like what, what can they start to think about like how can they start to think about their content? Okay, so first things first, I think that where people move incorrectly when it comes to content, um, they jump in selling. You haven't offered offered any value yet, so why would I purchase anything from you? You know, I don't know you. Who are you? So I think that if you're doing one-on-one services, the first thing that people need is for you to introduce yourself and for them to get to know you as the business owner what the business offers, why it's valuable to them. But I see so many businesses jumping off the bat. Click the link in the bio, buy this right now, um, offer ends soon. And it's like, I really don't care when the offer ends because I was never on that train. Like I was (laughs) never there with you. Like we wasn't there for us to 
we weren't there. And it's like, if you understand um, a relationship with a wife, there was a position that you were in when you decided to propose to your wife and that she was too in in order to create this unit. Absolutely. You know, like y'all were at a peak where it's like, Okay, you know, like I knew she, I knew she was gonna say yes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Why are y'all treating y'all businesses and y'all audiences in any other way than that? You have to build up to the sale. So I think that when it comes to someone who does one-on-one coaching or services, there's so many coaches out here now. The trust factor is low. It's very low for coaches or service providers in general because there's a lot of people being taken advantage of online. If you don't start with trust, if that's not your first jab, you're moving wrong. You're moving wrong because people need to trust you in order to to pull out their wallet. Like Mm -hmm. nobody is just throwing money like that now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Like this is serious business. And if I don't need this and if I don't value this, I'm out of here. Like, I'm gone. So I think content, number one, it needs to start from the heart. If you can get into their hearts, you can get into their wallets. I'm here to tell you. If you can get into their hearts, and how do you get into their hearts? Personality. um, Actual trust-building exercises. Asking them their opinion about things. Polling them. Like, there's so many ways to show, hey, I care about you. My business cares about you. We want to see you win and we want to help you. This is how we can do that. This is our love language. Like, but, you know, people don't see marketing as relationships when it's, it's really the exact same thing. If you can build a relationship with a partner, you can build a relationship with your audience as well. It's, it's the same thing. I love it. I yeah. love it. Now, how, how many hours? <laughs> <laughs> How many hours does one spend on marketing throughout the month? Um, I always encourage my audience to take probably no more than two hours on a Sunday to build your content. Mm. You don't want to be sitting there all day messing with it because <laughs> I feel that's when you are tapped out like you know what yeah. I don't want to do it that's when you know you go in for a content creation session with yourself and then you come out with nothing yeah. spend too much time there um, your attention span is not there like thinking about the attention span of a human being you don't want to be sitting in an office for five hours trying to record content mm-hmm. if you're not even creating content now like you know like that's huge you know so I think mm-hmm. that Maybe two hours. Um, also having the right equipment can make this a lot faster. Whether you have like a, a phone and you're turning it to 4K for the great video, or you have a camera, you have a tripod, um, lighting is in, is very important. The software, Canva, do you have like the things that you need? So I think that if you go in with all of the things that you need and you understand how to actually bash content, you can get through it in two hours. Um, what? But explain what is content batching because batching, I think a lot of yeah. people hear that term uh-huh. and they 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 sometimes they think it's I don't know I don't know what they yeah. think but I think some people aren't aware of what it is and how they can really 
execute on it because it, it, it boils down to execution. I don't care what you do Absolutely. for a living. Right. The the people that get paid the big bucks, the people who have successful businesses, yeah. the people who have successful relationships, mm-hmm. it's it's a certain level of execution. execution. So yeah. content batching helps you execute more Absolutely. on marketing. Mm-hmm. So let's stay there because okay. I'm big on yeah. content batching. So content batching is essentially where you are producing all of the content in one sitting at one time. So you're bringing, if you're doing it for the week, you're bringing seven shirts to change out of if that's what you want to do. Um, You are preparing however many posts you need to generate that week. So if you're posting once a day, you just need seven, seven posts. You know, if you're posting twice a day, you're in the middle of a launch, you need 14. And whatever that looks like for you as far as the graphics that you need, the videos that you need, the um, reels that you need or the TikToks that you need, whatever content that you need to flush out that week, creating that in one sitting. And from there, after you've actually generated that content as far as like the media, taking that content and finishing it up with the captions, the hashtags and scheduling it up so you don't have to touch it. I think so many business owners are stuck because they're stuck touching the same project 20,000 times. That is ridiculous. Like do it once, let's get it done and get it out of your way because essentially content is minute compared to what you should be doing as an as a CEO. That's very small. That's little fish. Like you know, I think that People are getting uh, caught on it, and it's like, it doesn't need to be perfect, but it needs to be effective. Mm. And I think that if you can make it effective and batch it and make it worth your while as far as the time you're spending on it, getting the information out there to your clients or to your audience, that's what matters because they need to see you consistently showing up. So batch it. Why not batch it instead of stressing yourself out the day of when you know you just put something on sale and you're trying to hurry up, do your makeup, um, find an outfit, you're at the mall, you're supposed to start content shooting at 2 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock. You're stressed out, you're frustrated, you're irritated, and now you're about to sit here with that same energy with your audience and think that this is going to resonate with them. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to turn around and do that again tomorrow. Let's be smarter about our time. Like, let's be smarter. Our time is invaluable. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is more important for a business owner than their time. And if you are running any type of business, you know time is, is tight. It's time, tight for everybody. Time is more valuable than money. That's, Absolutely. that's, a, that's a money seed. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, nah, that's... So, let's... T- like, you talk... One of the things you had alluded to was like mm-hmm. a launch. You launching a product, yeah. or let's say I'm launching, I'm launching a new invest in black women yeah. um, shirt or okay. piece mm-hmm. collection, whatever I want. You know, yeah. whatever we see fit. What would be the process like? So let's say, because some people are like, like we're recording this on January 27th. Mm-hmm. It's some people that's like, oh, I want to. I want to start promoting my black history stuff. Right. That's in four days. Yeah. Right? Target done had their stuff up for a while. I know. For black history. I know. <laughs> I know. Look at the grace. Look at the grace. <laughs> yeah. So how? So what would be a correct time frame from promoting it to mm-hmm. launching it? 
Is is it is could it be in a few days or could it should it be a few weeks? The first thing before you even promote it, you need to ask your audience do they want that? Because I also am seeing a lot of businesses mm. who are launching things that your audience didn't even ask you for. They don't even want that. And then when the launch fails, you're upset and you're taking it personally when they never told you that they needed that. I never said I needed a master class on I don't know. You know how they just dropping stuff like because you want to drop it as a business. <laughs> no. I know what I'm talking that, about. Hey, I'm sorry for laughing. That that was that was too good. When you see the most random launch from a business and you're like, where did that come from? Where did you just get that launch from? Did we tell you to no? Okay, mm. and I think that people don't realize you can get a lot more money by falling in line with serving your audience, serving what they need. We start businesses, I would think, to help people, mm. but a lot of people are in an egotistical mindset where they're thinking like, "Oh, I just want to be a boss. I just want to do it." A business is started for people. So if your people are not happy, what you think gonna happen with that launch? It's gonna fail. Um, so I think if we could be more logical about that, it would be helpful. Um, as far as a launch, I've seen seven day launches, I've seen 14, 21, I've seen three month launches. I think it depends on how big your package is. If you're selling a $10,000 package, sis, you gonna need to be marketing for a long time before you even think to ask your audience for 10K. Um, because I've seen it, I've worked on teams where they have $30,000 launches and we are marketing, we're marketing for a long time prior to us dropping it. Um, I think that it can be done, but I think that it's the aggression in which you do it mm -hmm. because if you are just starting the conversation with them and you're not ready to post three times a day, you're not ready to send two emails a day, you're not ready to send two texts per day, the launch may not do that well if they're not seeing the value in it and why they need it and if you're not taking them through a full sequence of what that looks like. Um, the need, entertaining, educating, like all of those things within those seven days. So I think it's based on your aggression and I think that's really where the problem is. If the launch is in seven days and you haven't prepared anything mm. and you're not ready, mm. you don't have a sequence, you don't have a strategy behind what you're going to get done in these seven days, it's a, it's a dub. What would somebody do in those seven days? Like mm -hmm. you, the sequence of, because I mean, I think some people are just like, in my mind, mm -hmm. they're like, I'm going to just post coming soon or Six days away, five days. It's okay. not like a countdown. Yeah, like They'll think that that's okay. that that's all they need to do. Mm -hmm. What what would again? Let's let's yeah. break it. Let's let's think of it from again. I mean, obviously, a ten thousand dollar product yeah. is obviously is going to be a ton time. of work. Yeah. But like somebody again launching a new a new piece, a new like again, a, 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 yeah, like or a book, or even a book. a book. Okay, something so something that is less than fifty dollars. Got okay. it. Got it. All right. So essentially, in those seven days, 
If I if you're selling a t-shirt, for instance, in seven days, I would number one, even if you have already chosen this on the back end, I would poll your audience maybe with four mock-ups. Which one do you guys like better? They'll say whatever they like or what they feel. Um, and obviously, if you know marketing, you can flip this because they may say they like the purple one, but you know you produce the black one. You know that you produce the black one. But the poll results, only you know what the poll results are. And you can say to them, hey, the black one won. So this is what we're producing. Like, it's a whole, it's a, it's a facade. A lot of this stuff is literally um, what you put in front of them mm -hmm. and what you make happen in front of them. And the rest is history. But I think that you could poll them. I think that you could also show them different outfit ways, like different outfits and how to style this particular piece in different ways, how your friends and family style this in a particular way or how they styled it in the past. Um, in seven days, I think that you could also, you could do a countdown, like make it a big thing. And I also think that with countdowns, creating the scarcity approach. Hey, there's only 30 of these available. Make sure that you grab one. Our mailing list is guaranteed the first, the first sales because it's dropping at a.m. You guys on social, you get it at 10 a.m. You choose. Obviously, even if they don't buy, them getting on that mailing list is helping you in some way, shape, or form. So I think also if businesses could also shift what's winning to you because money in pocket, obviously that's the biggest win. But there are other wins. Building your mailing list, building your text list, like mm. these are wins as well in a, in a launch. And I think that um, in seven days, I would also make sure that there's a lot of video content. A lot of fast moving video content because you're trying to stop the scroll in a seven day launch period. So you're trying to capture attention, you're trying to showcase value, and then you're trying to convert. So the sequence is a lot shorter for you because it's only seven days. Seven days. Yeah. So I think that if you can identify what's coming out, hey, this is dropping. We have a scarcity mindset behind that. There's only 30 of them left. Get on the mailing list or get on the waiting list. That's step number one. Step number two, show them the value. The value is through styling. The value is, hey, I'm supporting this particular business with every shirt. Or it could be, hey, this shirt is just about black women. You need one in your closet, like we all do. Um, and number three is just execution. The, mm. the actual drop, um, the actual launch, supporting it with tons of video content you can find millions of apps online to do these little flashing videos and these fun like yeah like animoto i think is yeah, one of them mojo yeah. uh place has yeah. has those uh different mock-ups that you can do all of these places yeah. to do these things but you have to be resourceful i think that if you can hit those three points in seven days you can have a successful launch in, with something under $50, yes. So that so a few things went through my mind. Yeah. Number one, you in my business. Yeah. <laughs> you in my business. That was my first thought. But then it also was like, it went from me thinking that 
to wow you just blessed me mm, okay right Good because thing. it's it you do have to take your time absolutely right okay. and with and the third thing is mm-hmm. within taking your time you have to complete some tasks absolutely yeah. because you're saying within a seven day period you should be doing these things mm-hmm. that mean they should be done before the seven days before start. the seven days start but people don't they're not trying to prepare and i think that's really challenging yeah you know that's that so the three i used to teach on this the three p's is you have to plan absolutely. you have to prepare yeah. and then you have to perform Absolutely. That was the three P's that I used to, you know, man, I got I got a lot of, I've been doing this for a while, so. Prep is hard yes. for business owners, small yeah. business owners. It's very challenging because they're frustrated with it. They, they mistake the planning for the prep. No, they're two different set. They're two different skill sets. Like, no... Yeah, no that's the that's what that's what it is, man. I agree. This was so, I mean, first of all, y'all, y'all getting this for free? <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be clear. She gave you something that she gave you the what for free. Now, how do you do it? That's gonna cost you. So, if you need to learn how to do this, how to launch something in seven days, then you need to get with see it because she gonna get you together again. I've I've I've, I've personally uh, have seen people's content go. From sugar to the other word, you know, I don't cuss on here. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't seen it go. I see the transformation, man, and and it's 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 phenomenal. See it, so. Um, no, that was good, man. And I again, that's how y'all getting. That's how y'all getting. I can't see it then drop a literal gems on here, man. I, but no, that that was good. And again, I think people need to understand the mindset that they need to have towards content. It's and, just important. And business. Yep. Content is business. If you understand that you need quite a few things before you start a business. Like, you know, there was that moment where a lot of us were starting our businesses, what, 10 years ago, seven years ago. And we were all jumping in head first. Like, we were inspired. Like, oh, my God, I can do this. Like, I can actually try this. A lot of us was quitting our jobs. Like, this is real stuff. But a lot of us weren't prepared, including myself, for what all needs to happen to make a business successful. It's not just buying an LLC. Great. But you need to do a lot of market research. You need to really understand how to market it and communicate with your audience. You need to understand the value in what you're selling, and you need to be able to communicate that uh, prior to you selling anything. Um, and I think people, they sleep on marketing so much, but if you know business, you know that marketing is valuable and it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me think of uh, on Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where somebody uh, had said to him uh, that you're not uh, a good writer. Mm-hmm. And he said, my book doesn't say best writing author. It says best selling. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you tell me. <laughs> so, he wasn't worried about grammatical errors in that context. Obviously, yeah. on social media, you better not be out here misspelling stuff. But Always check the stuff. There's some people getting money and they can't spell. And they can't spell. <laughs> but so, they show up. Floyd can't read. So, I mean, okay. let's just be clear. Get money. Man, this how y'all get, man. <laughs> See it. Where where can they find where can they find you and where can they where can they go uh, to to work with you? 
Um, you guys can visit uh, our strongest platform on Instagram at thecontentgirl.co. Um, our website is www.thecontentgirl.co. Um, obviously, we're on Facebook, and through our website, you can join our mailing list. So. Join the mailing list. Yeah, you can work with us too. <laughs> Absolutely. Join the mailing list. Support. Um, again, a lot of the stuff that she brought today, it, it, the, it, 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 it's in comparison, but it's not really to the stuff that she posts every day. Like they post, the, and she has a team, and yeah. they, post, they do a phenomenal job at, you. you know, again, giving out a lot of free game. And again, they're telling you what to do. You just got to do it yourself or you're going to pay them to do it. If your time is, if you don't have the time to do it. And that's okay. Again, support people and make your life easier. That's basically what this whole conversation about is. How can we make our lives and our businesses way more easier to manage and, and to grow? So, um, Sydney, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you no coming and joining me on the Money Mondays podcast. No um, you know, you you hold a special place in my heart. It's always good energy. Yes. Um, yes. When we see each other and when we're talking, and you know, we've had yes. countless conversations countless. since the pa pandemic has happened. <laughs> we're like, hey, what you think it is? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like so. So no, it's it's been a joy, and I, I look forward to seeing the content girl just grow into something that you can't even think of right now. Thank so, you. Um, so guys, definitely check her out. All of her information will be in the show notes. Um, and remember, financial success and business success happens on purpose, and success does not visit the lazy. God bless.